Communication engagement is key. A lot of people underestimate the power of communication. Say, for instance, you get a new follower or you've got someone, they don't even follow you, but they've seen a content and they've left a comment. And naturally, we would want to maybe reply with an emoji or just to say thank you. But what I have found is to draw your audience in or draw such people in is ask them a question, start a conversation. And I feel when a conversation starts on a positive pullout, that would then draw in more people because what you have underneath that post as comments is a conversation. You know, I feel that's key to building a community online. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. On today's episode, I'm chatting to Howie Ejegi, who is a top five UK lifestyle influencer, model, and loves to create fashion, grooming, and dad lifestyle content. Before we hear from Howie today, though, I need to tell you about Adventures in Marketing. It's a full day in-person event with an amazing array of professional speakers with interesting stories and super useful advice to share that's going to get you fired up and inspired to tackle your marketing and business growth this year. There are also mastermind sessions over lunch, so it's not going to be one of those events where you leave with a notebook full of notes and good intentions and forget to look at it ever again. We are going to be actioning so that you get results immediately. With only a couple of weeks to go now, head over to adventuresinmarketing.uk to snap up one of the final tickets. Now, on with today's episode, and it's time to welcome Howie Ejegi to the podcast. Hi, Howie. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You are so welcome. How are you doing today? I am actually really good, unlike the weather. (laughs) The weather's crazy, but we're all good. How are you? Very well. The sun's shining, but the weather, it looks deceitfully nice outside, but it's so windy, so it is what it is. And where are you today? I am in Dundee, Scotland. Oh, so it must be nicer up there. Yeah. I'm in Edinburgh and it is wild. Oh, wow. Okay, so in the introduction there, I've reeled off a bit of a list of different things that you do, but I would love to talk to you about where it all began, because You live in Scotland, but you're not from Scotland and you work all over the place. So can you share a bit about your background with our listeners? Right, okay. So originally from Nigeria, I moved to London when I was 13 and went to school, went to college and I moved to Scotland in 2008. And Scotland has been my home since then. I used to have family here and that was kind of like the reason why I initially moved. And then I made family. My son's mother, she's from Dundee. And yeah, so now Dundee, Scotland is my home. (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant. So tell us a bit about what work looks like for you at the moment? What are you focusing on doing? Okay, so, I mean, where do I start from? Work at the moment, usually no two days are similar for me. I could either be consulting for the brands I work with or filming content for my own socials or editing content or even having meetings with the brands I work with. Or I could be somewhere in England or I could be out of the country filming or working with a brand. So no two days are identical and sometimes it's quite hard to plan 
days in advance just because I'm like, okay, I'm not entirely sure what that day might look like, but we're just going to go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> and are you able to share with us some of the brands that you work with? Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness. I have worked with like the most incredible brands in the world. And I feel so lucky just looking back and reflecting on the brands I work with. Say, for instance, L'Oreal are a very close partner of mine. I work across a lot of the skincare brands they look after and perfume brands they look after, like Prada, Victor and Rolf, Valentino, Garnier. I work with Boots as well, you know, the high street brand. I work with a lot of fashion brands like Next, H&M, even household brands like, you know, your everyday cleaning products from like, you know, Joy of Clean. They've got Ariel. They've got Fairy. And, you know, all of those brands, you know, <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> I work with everyone. Literally, you know, just looking back, I'm like, wow, I have worked with a lot of these brands. I could say like they are my clients. So, yeah. Amazing. And that is a really impressive roster you've got there. How have you made this happen? Big question. I feel all of these opportunities have come to me just because of the way I have positioned myself online. I am authentically me. I mean, you're going to find, hopefully, in the course of this interview, when I started out, it was primarily fashion. And then the pandemic happened. There weren't events I was dressing up to. No one cared about, you know, what you were wearing or how you wore things. We all spent a lot of time at home. And in the time we spent at home, it was... What are you doing to kill your time with your family, with your friends? Are you doing a lot of cleaning? Have you picked up any new hobbies like gardening or spending more time with your family or sewing and stuff? Pre-pandemic, I never really used to put out content on my son, but it was time for family. I started showing, you know, baking banana bread, for instance. I'm sure everyone did that during the pandemic. From baking to cleaning to foraging to just spending time with my son. And that just opened a whole new chapter with what I did for work and it was lifestyle and I would have these brands for instance like you know cleaning brands to say oh well you know you show a bit of cleaning or you you show us how you're baking cakes and all that stuff we want to work with you because it's authentic you know you already show that side of you let's work with you and that's how you all started really you know just authentically positioning myself online in that way <laughs> And how old was your son at that point? So three years ago, pandemic, my son was nine going on 10. He's 13 now, so. I love watching the content that you film with him. You've obviously got a really great relationship. How does he feel about being online? Does he find it exciting? What does he think? He does find it exciting, especially when we get to work on brands that he really genuinely loves. Like we've had a chance to work with Nintendo, for instance, and it's gaming. Every kids love gaming, even clothing. He's like, oh, wow, that's some really cool jumper, for instance. And we get to work with these amazing brands. So he loves that side of things. And I feel what makes it even much more exciting is the fact that we aren't going out of our way to do things outside of our comfort zone. Say, for instance, I make a lot of hair videos and I cut his hair. All I just need to do is stop the camera and we're doing what we normally do anyway. Or we're cooking, for instance, and it's nothing out of the ordinary. We do what we normally do, but we're filming it. So, yeah. <laughs> 
So does he feel really natural on camera as well, like you do? Absolutely. I feel like, in a way, this has boosted his confidence because sometimes we work with brands and sometimes there is a bit of script to what we've got to deliver. Okay. Even me, these days, sometimes I fumble my words. When I've got a script, it's hard, you know, in comparison to when he's just speaking from off the script. So he's like, Dad, that's not what the script says. You need to say it this way. So he's got his input and it even comes up with ideas to say, well, Dad, this is trending on social media. How about we make, you know, similar content? So yeah, he gets involved. Oh, I love that. So is he quite keen to go down a similar road to you? Tricky question because I said to him, because my son loves gaming. Mm. He's got all of the consoles you could think of. And at a time I was like, Jay, we could you know, make it a nice streaming station so you could stream gaming content to, you know, to people who would love stuff like that. And it's like, he doesn't really care about that side of things. Oh, really? He doesn't really mind, you know, filming content and putting them online with gaming. But the whole idea of him setting up a camera on himself, making content... He's not too keen on that, so yeah. Oh, so he's happy to help you out, though. That's nice. Absolutely. But for him to be the main focus, he's like, oh, he's not so sure about that. As long as we're doing it together, that's completely fine. Oh, interesting. And what about any role models that you had perhaps when you first started out or even now? Do you follow anyone else for inspiration? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I started this in 2017, and at the time, It was a hobby turned into like a full-time career. And I remember in 2017, I said to myself, you know, it was about this time of the year, January, and it was my New Year's resolution to say, I am going to take social media a bit more seriously because prior to then, I would get asked a lot of questions and there were people who I looked up to on social media. So when I started... I just pulled, you know, kind of had these other creators as templates. Creators like Lydia Ellis Milen. She is an English-based fashion blogger at the time, more lifestyle I've just got over a million followers. I just found her content so mesmerizing and interesting. And then there was this Italian creator, Mariano Di Vaio. He was someone I looked up to as well. So those two people were templates of how I wanted to create my content, position myself online and emulate the kind of content they created. So, yeah. Great. And let's talk about your audience then, because you've got a sizable following. How have you managed to grow your audience? I prefer to use the word community because when you think of audience, you begin to think of numbers and you begin to, in a way, lose sight. It becomes a numbers game. You begin to lose sight of why you started or what you're doing, what you do. And right now, I am more community driven, i.e. attracting an audience, as you say, of people who would share, you know, similar interests as I do. It's been a journey because I started blogging the old school way of getting a domain name, getting a blog, writing content and building, you know, a community on your blog. And that transitioned onto Instagram, where I literally put out content that had to do with fashion. And what happened in that case was drawing in an audience of people who liked fashion, building a community of people who liked fashion. 
And obviously that's, you know, pivoted over the years. But for me, it's all about drawing in an audience and building a community of people who shared similar interests as I do. Right now, my audience is moms and dads who've got kids, you know, also people who love to look after the skin, people who love to look after the hair, and people who just love to feel good about themselves. It's all about well-being. And that's how I kind of like have grown my community. And I would say collaboration as well, the power of collaboration, finding people who share similar interests as I do, other creators, and making content together, you know, never underestimating the power of collaboration. And let's talk about that idea of growing a community rather than just building an audience. Presumably, you have to invest a lot of time, not just in creating content to put out there, but also having conversations in your DMs. How do you split your time or how do you make them feel this community vibe that you're going for? Communication engagement is key. A lot of people underestimate the power of communication. Say, for instance, you get a new follower or you've got someone, they don't even follow you, but they've seen a content and they've left a comment. And naturally, we would want to maybe reply with an emoji or just to say thank you. But what I have found is to draw your audience in or draw such people in is ask them a question, start a conversation. And I feel when a conversation starts on a positive pullout, that would then draw in more people because what you have underneath that post as comments is a conversation. You know, I feel that's key to building a community online. And what do you think is important to you now in 2024 on Instagram? Has anything changed? Are you taking a different focus or are you just doing more of the same that's been working so far? 2024, you know, it's a brand new year. And even though I have got higher goals, I was having this conversation with my agents the other day and I feel focusing on what we already started. So I'm not exactly going to change anything because it isn't broken. Instead, I will be leveraging on what I already have and exploring more opportunities with that. So more communication, more collaborations, more brand partnerships. That's what we can expect from you. Absolutely. Great. Exciting. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about public speaking. Have you done much public speaking? How do you feel about it? Tell me all your feelings. (laughs) Oh, wow. I absolutely love public speaking. Because I remember like growing up and I'm being in school, I'm going through like the whole academic process. I used to be the kind of person everyone would say, Howie, we've got a group assignment, you do the talking. Even though I felt very shy. So I feel that's just naturally progressed from back in my school days to right now. And I have got a fair bit of experience because in 2018, I started my marketing agency, Creative Done. And as part of that, I started doing a lot of workshops with business accelerator programs, business gateway, hosting workshops, and speaking to well-established businesses. And I feel my comfort zone is as long as I am talking about a subject topic that I am passionate about, I am able to research about and get, you know, that understanding and pass on that knowledge and information, then I am in a safe place and I could go on for hours. (laughs) So yeah, I just love the energy of speaking to loads of people. 
Brilliant. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing that energy in action at Adventures in Marketing. Can I ask you, have you started writing your talk yet? I know what I'm talking about. I've started writing it. The way I work, I could go to bed at night and I wake up in the morning and I've got a brilliant idea and I would be on a sticky note. And I would say it's been the same for business and marketing. I have been getting ideas and I've just been putting down on sticky notes just so I don't forget. And what's going to happen over the next couple of days is pulling all of those information together. So I've got a clear structure of what information I'll be dishing out. Brilliant. I am the same. I work really well under pressure. So you won't find me writing many things in advance. (laughs) But the best ideas come under pressure, as they say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what can attendees at Adventures in Marketing expect to hear you talking about? So I will be talking about influencer marketing. And I am very keen to explore areas such as strategy, Because I see a lot of young brands, young business owners diving into influencer marketing. So I would be exploring areas such as um, what might success look to you when it comes to influencer marketing, i.e. what do you want the end goal to be? I would be looking into areas as, you know, building brand credibility, awareness, driving sales, traffic, approaching influencers, what you might need to have in place before approaching influencers, constructing an influencer brief so that your marketing goals are met, measuring results. So those are like the ideas and areas I might be exploring in terms of influencer marketing from a brand's perspective. And it's quite interesting because I work on both sides from being influencer outreach to being an influencer myself. So I've got a very good understanding as to what both sides want to see and what would deliver a very effective campaign, not just for you being a business owner yourself, but for you being an influencer and obviously the audience you're delivering to. Excellent. That sounds really, really useful, really valuable session. It's interesting, isn't it? When you start talking about influencer marketing, sometimes people are very scared of this idea. I was on a strategy call with a jewellery brand the other day. We were working on her overall marketing strategy. And I said, how do you feel about influencer marketing? And she said, oh, no, I'm not going to have a room full of Love Island people wearing my brand. That is just not my vibe. You know, people, that's what they've seen or that's what they've been exposed to. And maybe they have these preconceived ideas. But actually, you can do so much the way that you want to do it, can't you, when it comes to influencer marketing and do it differently if that's what suits you and your brand? Absolutely. It could be a landmine to people who've never explored it because it's like, where do I start from, you know? But having said that, it is still a growing industry and there is so much benefits tap from using influencers. Great. Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing your session. And is there anything you've identified on the agenda that you're really looking forward to in terms of the other speakers, the panel, the things that are going on? Absolutely. I'm just looking forward to the whole session from meeting and networking with people to other people who I know are going to be on the panel, like Lynette Gray. I know her. She is full of so much energy. She is. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to her session. Great. As well as um, Vanessa Camby, yep. who is phenomenal because she's got like an amazing audience. And I know I'm going to be learning a lot from her. At Adventures in Marketing, we have got speakers from across the UK, but the people who you've just mentioned, they are 
both from Scotland, you're from Scotland. We're lucky, aren't we, with the community that we've got up here? Absolutely, we are. So will you be creating content at the event? Authentic content about what you're up to? Absolutely. I know I'm going to be sharing a lot of stories that day. Events like these, I just love the buzz and I'm sure I'm going to be meeting loads of inspiring people and I will be sharing that with my audience, letting them know all about what I'm doing on that day, where I'm at and what I'm getting up to and all the exciting things that will be coming out of the session. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. And final question then, what's next for you? If we were having this conversation, say this time next year, what would you like to be looking back on in terms of your achievements? Wow. So at the start of every year, I do like a massive mood board, like a vision board as to what goals I want to achieve for the year. What I'm happy to share is I am looking to grow a bigger community, not just an online community, but an actual physical community. And I'm also hoping to do more public speaking work, more workshops, because that's something I never really did a lot of in the last two years. And so that's something I'm really looking forward to getting back on this year, meeting people in real life, sharing that knowledge and getting inspired, inspiring other people and all of those amazing things. Incredible. And I know that... There's going to be the opportunity for you to potentially find your next collaborator at Adventures in Marketing. So keep your eyes open. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be looking forward to that. (laughs) We'll see. Brilliant. Thank you so much for joining me. I know you have a busy schedule and thank you for sharing some absolute gems with our listeners today. I know that people will want to follow along with you. So where is the best place for them to find you, Howie? Instagram would be the best place to find me because that's my most active and platform. And you can find me at Howidon, H-O-W-E-Y-D-O-N, Howidon. Fabulous. Thank you so much. And I'll see you very soon. Thanks, Nikki, for having me. Take care. I hope this episode with Harry has given you some ideas of ways you could show up in interesting but authentic ways in your own marketing. And remember, if you're interested in exploring how you could use influencer marketing in your own unique way for your business, then come along and hear Howie speak at Adventures in Marketing on the 8th of February in Edinburgh. I'll also be back soon with another podcast episode. We're squeezing in some extra episodes right now with the speakers from Adventures in Marketing, so you don't have to wait until Friday. Keep an eye on your podcast player and make sure you're subscribed so that you see our brand new episodes appear as soon as they're live. And while you're there, I would love it if you would leave a rating and review. They make all the difference. Thank you so much. Until I see you either in person or on the next podcast episode, I hope you have a great day. But do consider joining us at Adventures in Marketing. It's going to be incredible and you can be part of it just like Howie. So check that out now at adventuresinmarketing.uk. Thanks for joining me today. Take care, keep marketing, and I hope to see you very soon.